Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz Gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Montana's only daily sports talk show. Nuwana is now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! We don't even have enough time to get it all in today. Welcome in. Super Bowl Monday, as it's called, uh, around here. Nuana's now ESPN Radio. Thanks so much for hanging out with us uh, here on your Monday. We were debating yesterday. Uh, it seems, well, first of all, Americans love to celebrate, and so we have a variety of holidays that, uh, you know, longstanding, some related to Religion, some related to the history of this country, some related to memorializing um, veterans and soldiers and all sorts of different things. But we were talking yesterday, at this point, what is a bigger gathering uh, prompt than Super Bowl Sunday? Not not very many. You know, Christmas, Thanksgiving, sure, Fourth of July, Super Bowl Sunday is definitely up there. I don't know why we don't just make Monday a holiday. We should just, everybody should just get this off. Government mandated, full paid holiday. Let's go. Let's let's do it. Regardless, all joking aside, a lot to get to today about the big game. It's always a spectacle that's about more than just football. But the football game itself was a hell of a contest. One of the, one of the best games that we have seen. So we'll talk a little bit about that off the top. And then we'll... Give you a full hour of analysis during the second hour. Uh, Marty Mornaway coming in. A melancholy last Monday afternoon quarterback of the uh, football season. But Coach Marty will be here from 5 to uh, 6 o'clock. Talking all the way around the uh, the big game. If you haven't heard, if you live under a rock, Kansas City Chiefs beat the Philadelphia Eagles 38-35. to And uh, that was just part of... What was a pretty spectacular, it's always a spectacle, but it, it was well done this year, I thought, it, from from start to finish. From America the Beautiful and the National Anthem all the way through uh, the end of the game, I thought it was uh, certainly well done. So we'll talk tons of Super Bowl today, but we'll also talk about all sorts of other different happenings around the state of Montana. We saw two of the three winter sports at the prep level come to a conclusion. So we have state champions, both at the team and individual levels, from state swimming, boys and girls, double A and AB, as well as a whole bunch of champions, including a couple four-time champions 
coming out of the all-class state wrestling meet. So uh, plenty of state champions to talk about. And then, of course, we'll always uh, keep on keeping on with our bread and butter, which is the Big Sky Conference. So we got Big Sky Conference scores for both the men's and women's leagues and a whole bunch of high school scores from the hardwood as well. That's your show, Outlook. It's presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. The Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have, give Brent and his team a call today. Apologies for the uh, mediocre voice here. I've been sick for like a week. Last week I did the show just as many Dayquils as I could get. Just give them to me. Just medicine head all day long on the show here. Uh, But I felt uh, pretty good, and then I didn't take any medicine today, so feeling a little uh, congested, but whatever. Uh, Like they always say, nobody cares about your problems. Most people are glad you have them. (laughs) If you want to stream the show, you always can on the ESPN MT app, uh, or you can always uh, stream it on the uh, station website, 1029ESPN.com. And if you want to be a part of this here fine show, you got questions, you got comments, you got concerns, you got feedback, you got talking points, whatever. Call us or text us, 406-888-1029. It's 888-1029, and all guests will join us via the Rangich Brothers RV phone line. It's always sort of uh, depressing is the wrong word because it's not like sad. It's, it, it actually makes you just feel like a little bit of a letdown when football season's over only because, especially here at ESPN Radio, and I know a lot of you out there in, in Montana are like this as well, we just dedicate so much of our time and energy and uh, congregation to football. I mean, it takes up every Saturday during during the fall, and then once the college season is over, then you know in Montana here, it's so freaking cold all the time that, you know, a nice Sunday with something to do while cooking some soup and watching something on TV is always a good escape. And uh, so that's what the NFL has provided. And the NFL, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how the phenomenon continues to gain momentum, but they do. And we talk about this on the business angle with Justin Angle quite a bit, just the marketing tactics, the storylines. But at this exact moment, the National Football League is this this juggernaut among juggernauts. I mean, it it is the most powerful, exposure-driven, exciting, never-ending storylines, never-ending drama, never-ending legacy building, never-ending excitement. It's just incredible what it's become. And it's not to say it's perfect. It's certainly not. That's part of the reason why... It stays in the spotlight. We're going to get to it in hour number two, but everybody on Twitter screaming and yelling, everybody uh, that was not going for the Kansas City Chiefs is is bemoaning the fact that there was another controversial officiating call in this game that went in the favor of Kansas City and in the, to the detriment of the Philadelphia Eagles. But that is just the, yet the next example of why the NFL always wins because people are talking about not only the game, not only Patrick Mahomes' legacy, not only all these different things, but there's also controversy. What does controversy breed? It breeds conversation. It brings arguments. It brings, you know, polarizing viewpoints, which then makes people more impassioned about the product. That's why the NFL is ruling the day. Today, at everybody's office, everybody was saying, what would you think of the game? What a great game. Or if you're Andrew, Andrew, how you doing? Andrew, are you Okay. 
But then there's also what you think. Was it a penalty? Was it not a penalty? There's always something to talk about. And that's why the NFL uh, just completely rules the day. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, uh, SWX Montana Television, but not today. We'll be back on the tube tomorrow. I believe we got, uh, what is this here today? The 13th. We'll be uh, off the air uh, on Mondays on SWX for the next couple Mondays. Um, the the sort of letdown from no more football is uh, ramped up, though, because uh, this is why sports are great. You continue to turn the calendar, you, you continue to get something new. So this week, this weekend on the, uh, the calendar, we have the rivalry doubleheader. So Montana at Montana State, the second round of the Cat Grizz, Grizz Cat, whatever you want to call it, um, rivalry uh, on the hardwood. That will take place in Bozeman on Saturday afternoon and Saturday evening. Women are at 2, men are at 7 p.m. We'll be doing this show Friday from Bozeman. We'll be doing it live from the Montana Football Hall of Fame at Universal Athletic Service. So very much looking forward to that. So although football is in the rear view, we got primetime college basketball coming up this weekend. Uh, also another announcement for you. Uh, I've been invited to be on the call for the men's game, so I'll be doing the color commentary on the ESPN Plus stream. So looking forward to that. Uh, Ian Laird, friend of this show, he's the uh, the play-by-play guy there on ESPN Plus uh, for Montana State uh, women's and men's basketball. So I'll be jumping on the color with him there uh, on Saturday evening. So looking forward to that as well. So we got the rivalry game coming up in college. Regular seasons around high school hoops are beginning to wrap up. we got district and di- district tournaments coming up this weekend, divisional tournaments coming up the weekend after that, and then state tournaments as well. So it's almost postseason time when it comes to high school hoops. That's exciting. And uh, we have the wrap of Grizz Hockey this last weekend. They fell at their conference tournament 3-2 uh, to two to Utah State. Did I got that right? Jeff Safford's giving me the thumbs up. I'm always happy when I memorize stuff like that. Uh, Three to two, the Grizz lost to Utah State. Some controversy there as well. We'll get to that later on in the week. Um, but a, a great season for the Grizz hockey team. Uh, Twenty plus wins, and uh, would have had even a better track in the in the postseason if not for a couple administrative deals that went on. But that's here nor there. Uh, a wildly popular and uh, really well received year two for Grizz hockey. So that's in the rear view. But as we turn the page there, no rest for the weary. Uh, our guy Safford's got to get back on the bus. <laughs> They're going uh, to the West Coast for Grizzly Cross. So Grizzly Cross will have its uh, season debut uh, this upcoming weekend as well. So turning the page, turning the page, turning the page. And that's kind of the time of year uh, that we are in uh, here around the state of Montana. Okay, I didn't even realize we've already been rapping for 10 minutes. So quickly, we're not going to analyze any of this. I'm just going to give you my Super Bowl grades, and then we'll get into some stuff about sports around the state of Montana. I thought the pregame as a whole was a C plus, uh, and that's that's I, I'm counting the pregame all the way up until they started singing the songs. So uh, you know this guy's getting a trophy here, this guy's getting honor on the field there. I just I feel like sometimes it's it, well, it's not sometimes, always it's canned and sometimes a little forced. Whatever. I thought the America the Beautiful by Babyface and the National Anthem by Chris Stapleton A plus. Thought they were awesome. Thought both those guys absolutely nailed it. I thought the halftime show, I'm giving it a B plus, which is good. I thought it was very good. Yeah, a couple little things I maybe would have would have tweaked, but I thought Rihanna was great. Uh, talk about you know promoting conversation, her and her outfit, and uh, a whole bunch of different things sparked conversation across the uh, the social media world. Uh, but all in all, pretty good halftime show. 
I thought the game was excellent. I thought it was one of the most memorable Super Bowls of my lifetime. Uh, I, I usually actually don't really love shootouts, but I thought this was a very well-played one with tons of different adjustments. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, I walked away with a pocket full of money, too, because everybody and their dog was betting on the Philadelphia Eagles, it felt like. And I just couldn't help myself. You me Patrick Mahomes as underdog? I don't think Mahomes been underdog in the on the Vegas line and. I don't know, three years? <laughs> I'm taking it for sure. That's exactly what I did. So uh, more on that in hour number two during the Monday afternoon quarterback. Uh, let's dive into the Montana basketball hour. We're going to talk about some of these other state championship stuff in in uh, within the Montana basketball hour just because I know our friends at Blackfoot Communications really enjoy our coverage of high school sports as well. So uh, the Montana basketball hour is proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications has been serving Montana homes for more than six decades, providing communities with new and better ways to communicate in and connect to an ever-changing world. With their expanding high-capacity fiber network and innovative voice solutions, Blackfoot's customers have access to the latest technologies backed by 24-7 technical support. To learn more about how Blackfoot can provide the right services for your business, visit goblackfoot.com. Because there's a little bit of a buffer here between... uh, the swimming and wrestling ending and then the postseason for hoops. We're not even close to the end of, of winter sports at the high school level because basketball still has, you know, three weeks a month left. But because of that, we are just going to give you the, the quick and dirty here in terms of the state championships from this last weekend. Uh, but then we'll have some interviews for you touching on all of these various state championship teams and individuals over the next couple weeks. I really like highlighting uh, some of the, the athletes in the individual sports just because I think that their their psychology is, is sort of unique and the dedication it takes. I mean, in swimming, the amount of training you have to put in, the amount you have to be able to, to, to basically race against yourself, to, to challenge yourself and better yourself, it's, uh, it's an amazing pursuit. And, and in wrestling, I mean, you talk about the toughness, the grit, but also the sacrifice uh, you know, everything from the diet to the unbelievable conditioning you have to be in. I mean, wrestling is definitely one of the most challenging, phys- physically challenging high school sports that there are. So congratulations to all the athletes that competed over the weekend. Uh, here's the tail of the tape for the, the uh, state championships that were uh, completed over the weekend. The state swim meet was up in Great Falls, and the Great Falls High girls repeated as Class AA champions. Missoula Hellgate won on the boys' side in double A. So impressive for both those squads. Uh, collective efforts across the board for sure. In AB, the smaller school division for, for swimming, Billing Central's got themselves a dynasty. They swept boys and girls for the third year in a row, and it was the fourth title in a row overall for the Billing Central girls. So uh, they got it rolling there at the small school uh, state swimming uh, level. So we'll follow up with athletes and coaches from uh, from those here in the near future. In wrestling, in AA, boys wrestling, Billings West gets their first team title in 29 years. Pretty cool for the uh, the Golden Bears. Flathead, Bozeman, both went in as big-time uh, favorites, and uh, West was also among the contenders, but they had uh, a meet to remember, and it was a pretty impressive effort for them to come up with their first 
uh, team state championship in 29 years. In Class A, how about this? The eastern side of the state has absolutely dominated Class A for the last 20 years. Over the last 10 years, you've only had two teams win state championships. Sydney had won the last five, and before that, Haver went five in a row. So you had Haver, five in a row, Sydney, five in a row. This year, though, Columbia Falls, out of the west, gets on the board. The only western team over the last 20 years to win uh, a, a Class A state championship was Corvallis in 2012 until the Wildcats did it. So very cool uh, for Columbia Falls. And then last note on state wrestling, we had three new members to the four-time state champion club, Aiden Graves of Sydney, who won Class A at 160 pounds, Tegan Vasquez of Kalispell Glacier, who won Class AA at 132 pounds, and Avery Allen of Bozeman, who won Class AA at 145 pounds. That's all three of those guys added to the list of Montana four-time state champions. So that's a list that only includes 40 guys dating all the way back to 1963. So 40 guys in 60 years have done it, including three, Aiden Graves, Tegan Vasquez, and Avery Allen uh, this year. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. It's time now for our Stockman Bank scoreboard. Here's the way it looked uh, in the Big Sky Conference from over the weekend. Montana beat Weber State in Ogden, 74-69. That was the Grizz' first victory in Ogden in uh, four years. That's also Montana's fifth victory in a row. So don't look now. The Grizzlies surging a little bit. We'll come back to them here a little later on in the Montana Basketball Hour. Montana State, reigning league MVP Jabril Bello went over. He was 0 for 8 from the floor, didn't score a point. Yet Montana State still able to gut out a 58-52 win at Idaho State. And the Bobcats keep pace. They moved to 11-3 in conference play and bounced back from their loss at Weber uh, earlier in the weekend. Montana on the women's side, they uh, usher in a victory on the first game ever on Robert and Selvig Court. It was a great ceremony down at the university on Friday. Loved it. I thought they did a great job. Um, Tom Stage, the longtime voice of the Lady Grizz on the radio, uh, g- gave a great talk. Um, the gal who they, they selected as the player representative to commemorate Robin Selvig, I actually was not very familiar with her. I, I can't even really remember her name, but she did a f- tremendous job and echoed a lot of sentiments of her teammates. And uh, then I thought the man himself, Robin Selvig, he brought the house down. I thought it was unbelievable. His talk was hilarious. Uh, it was emotional. It was just quintessential Robin Selvig. And uh, I think that he reminded us all once again why why we are so uh, lucky to be around a guy with such humility and kindness and also such hilarious wit and uh, a guy that was a hell of a basketball coach as well. So that was Friday night. Then Saturday, Montana uh, gets a victory. They beat Weaver State 65-48 uh, on the first game ever played at uh, Robin Selvig Court there at Dahlberg Arena. The Montana State women, they kept going, and uh, they stayed in first place. They beat Idaho State 70-53. to Other Big Sky Conference scores uh, from around the league on the women's side, Idaho rolled Eastern Washington 88-54. Portland State, they've won five games in a row at home now. They beat NAU 60-55. 
and Sac State, they destroyed Northern Colorado, 79-48. to On the men's side, Eastern Washington played one of their worst games in conference play so far, and it didn't matter. They still won again, uh, 73-66 over Idaho. That's 13 in a row now for Eastern, and they remain atop the Big Sky Conference standings. Northern Colorado beat Sac State 70-54, to so don't look now. UNC sweeps the weekend, and uh, Sac State, they are struggling. They have not won since they drilled Montana a couple weeks ago, and the Grizz haven't lost since that game. So two teams on opposite trajectories. And then in one of the craziest games I have ever seen in terms of the ending, it's not even possible. They tell you you need .3 seconds to get a shot off, but that never seems feasible Seems like you need more like a second to get a shot off at the end of the game. Also, you got to remember in men's college basketball, a timeout does not advance the ball. So, Northern Arizona's up by one over Portland State. Reminder here Portland State won at the horn against NAU earlier this season. Portland State throws a, a baseball pass the length of the court. And the Portland State player catches it and basically volleyball volleys it into the the hoop with 0.4 seconds left. And Portland State wins at the horn, 88-87 over NAU. I I would be willing to bet, I don't know, I would say if it's ever happened before, it's maybe happened once or twice. But I would be willing to bet it's never happened before that the same team beat another team twice at the buzzer <laughs> in the same season in in, in men's college basketball, uh, just unbelievably ridiculous. Andrew, can we play the the uh, the clip off of Twitter? You got it. Okay, so this is from our good friend Mitch Stroman, who's uh, a friend of the show and one of the best play by play guys in the Big Sky Conference. This game was in Flagstaff, so this is Mitch on the call because he's the hometown call, the home team call. Here's his call. <laughs> Unfortunately for him, because his his squad lost, but uh, here's his call from uh, that crazy ending. He runs the baseline to the left. Here's the baseball pass high up into the air. It's caught! Oh my goodness! I can't believe what I just saw. I couldn't believe it either. I, I couldn't believe it. I replayed it like 14 times. I was like, there's no way they got that off. There's no way it went in the hoop. But the way the volley was, the Portland State player was basically just laying on the floor as the ball's going through the hoop. And you're like, is that is that real? Did that go in? It definitely went in. So good call by Mitch. Sorry uh, that the Lumberjacks lost. I mean, that, that's just crazy, right? I mean, one of my good friends who's a loyal listener of this show, listens to the show every single day from his spot up in Helena, he texted me. On Saturday, and he said, I'm gonna bet money on Northern Arizona to win the Big Sky tournament. I said, What do you mean? He said, Dude, they've lost on the last possession eight times this year. They've lost at the buzzer twice. Like, they're gonna turn it around and figure it out because they can't have any worse luck than this. I, I can't imagine that's ever happened before. The same two teams, buzzer beaters. But twice in one season. They've lost at the buzzer twice to Portland State. Yeah, they've got to be tired of seeing Cam Parker because he's the guy who throws <laughs> the pass for both of them. I mean, that was the crazy part of it, Coulter. I've never seen anything like that before. To even just throw it baseball style, the length of the court. Sure. First off, what are the odds against that? The guy catches it as he's falling away, just slaps it back up, basically. Banks it in. The one that I thought about was another Northern Arizona buzzer beater, the one they had against the Lady Grizz last year, where they're inbounding it from half court and they do the same kind of alley-oop to Kyrie Rashid. 
I've seen plays like that before. Never seen the full court <laughs> baseball pass into the volleyball set bank shot. Insane. More thoughts on Big Sky Conference hoops here in a little while. Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. It's the Montana Basketball Hour. Stockman Bank scoreboard high school style. Uh, get through as many of these as we possibly can. Billings West. Uh, this is boys basketball now. Billings West beats Great Falls CMR 58-49. Bullsman High is the number one ranked team in the state right now. They beat Billings Skyview 66-53. Billings Senior beats Bozeman Gallatin 57-48. Helena Capital gets back on the winning side of things 54-47 uh, over Kalispell Glacier. And Helena High, they beat Kalispell Flathead 82-66. Uh, the straw that stirs the drink for Helena High, they lost several conference games in a row and Tevin Wetzel was out. He's back. And uh, they're undefeated against Western AA play when Wetzel is in the starting lineup. So uh, he's certainly one to watch. In Class A, Butte Central uh, moves their conference record to 12-0 and and their overall record to 17-1 and with a 62-51 win over Hamilton. That was number two versus number three. Dougie Peoples, a name we keep on naming, he drained 21 points uh, to lead Butte Central. Asher Magnus led Hamilton with 13 points. Polson remains a contender. Uh, they kept fighting. Jarrett Wilson scored 14 points uh, to lead Polson to a 49-45 win over Ronan. One of the most highly contested games uh, in Class A. Browning wins a shootout, 90-87 in overtime over fifth-ranked Haber. That's 13 wins overall, 8-1 in conference play for Browning. And uh, they won the overtime period. Maurice Redhorn carried the day for Browning. He had 32 points. For the Indians, so they uh, they're really good at boys and girls basketball. And uh, if both teams go to state, that's good thing because that makes for some great turnouts. Because the folks who are up on the Blackfeet Reservation, they come in droves to state tournaments, especially if both Browning squads are playing. So uh, I'm definitely rooting for that, just because I love it when uh, when the native folks are are around at the state tournaments. It's always so fun. They just bring it so much, man. They love their high school sports, love their high school hoops so much, and it's always a spectacle to to behold. Uh, another highly contested Class A game. Dylan outlasts Frenchtown, fifty-two to fifty-one. Uh, Kyler Eglint led Dylan with eighteen points. Class B action. Um, I'm just going to give you some of the the scores from the top ten schools. Baker upset number eight Saint Labray, sixty-five fifty-eight. Number ten Lame Deer beat Lodgegrass, eighty-four seventy-four. Wolf Point continued their winning ways. They beat Scobie, seventy-four sixty-two. And Missoula Loyola, the top-ranked team in Class B, they got 24 points from Noah Hafey and 15 more from Reynolds Johnson to race past Anaconda, 87-59. Class C scores, number two, West Yellowstone, outlasts Lone Peak, 57-47. Number five, Hart Butte, they keep on rolling. They are 17-0, 12-0 in conference games after a 76-54 win over Sims. Harleton Rygate, Judith Gap beat Melstone, 55-43. Freud Lake beat Bainville 60-55. to And then Mason Dentham, who uh, he scored 21 points in this game. He also has been a key cog on Freud Lake winning the six-man uh, Class C state championship in football the last two years. Deathman becomes uh, one of the few six-man players you'll see who gets offered by both the Cats and the Grizz in football. So the Cats and the Grizz both started doing their early offerings for some of the high school uh, juniors. And Deathman was one of them. So that's pretty cool. And then the other score worth noting, only because I don't want to rub this in whatsoever. I just had never seen this before ever. 
Bridger beat Plenty Coup 46-0. I've never seen zero points in a high school basketball game. I, and again, I don't want to rub that in on Plenty Coup's side of things. There must be some injuries or something like that. that that's just a complete anomaly. I'm only highlighting it because it's so anomalous not not to uh, continue to pour salt in the wound because that's a bummer. You, you never want to see anybody get shut out, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, some girls' scores from over the weekend. Stockman Bank scoreboard. Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. Top-ranked Billings West beats Great Falls CMR 58-43. Number three, Bozeman Gallatin beats Billings Senior 59-48. Billings Skyview gets 31 points from Brianna Williams, who's definitely one of the top Division I prospects in the state of Montana. She's getting recruited by everybody. Stanford, Oregon, Utah, Montana, Montana State. Uh, she is a really, really, really talented player and only a high school junior. She pours in 31, and Skyview beats Bozeman 54-41. Kalispell Flathead continues uh, their winning ways. They beat Helena High 51-46. Kennedy Moore had 18 points uh, for the Bravettes. And then Helena Capital, uh, they have no trouble with Kalispell Glacier, 58-23. Uh, the Bruins beat the Wolfpack. In Class A, this was probably the most eye-opening girls' basketball result of the, of the uh, weekend and one of, uh, of the season, for sure. Frenchtown, they beat top-ranked and previously undefeated Dillon 49-40. Dillon has been destroying people. They are one of the deepest teams in the state, all classifications. Every time you look at their box scores, it's crazy. you got five, six, seven girls in double-figure scoring. Uh, but Frenchtown... They get it done. Hannon Dillon, their first loss of the season. Uh, Sadie Smith had 17 points, and Madison Kaufman had 16 points for Dillon, or excuse me, for Frenchtown, as they knock off the top-ranked Beavers. Number five, Haver. They knock off Browning. So both the undefeated teams in Class A girls' hoops, they lose each for the first time. Haver beats Browning 60-57 to in overtime. And... Uh, Amaya Jarvis had 18 points for the Blue Ponies. Avery Carlson added 14 points. Lisa Spoonhunter had 14 for Browning, who falls to 17-1. and They're still unbeaten in conference play, uh, but that was their first loss overall. Glendive beats uh, Billing Central 46-29 in girls' hoops. Polson beats Ronan 43-41. Harden upsets Laurel 67-63. And Hamilton beats Butte Central 63-46. Class B, Anaconda beats Loyola 62-52. Number four, Big Timber beats Manhattan 46-36. Number two, Baker continues rolling 79-15 over St. LeBray. And then in uh, Class C, Seiko Whitewater-Hinsdale, the top-ranked team in Class C. No trouble with Frazier 89-17. Number eight, Melstone beats Harleton Rygate, Judith Gap 52-36. Roy Winifred pounds Winnet Grass Range 68-17. And Plentywood. Number three team in the state, they beat Westby Granora 57-29. I, I must reemphasize my apology for my mistake from last week. Uh, I mistakenly identified a bunch of girls from the Plentywood basketball team as from Chinook. I understand that they're not the same. Uh, I misread where I was uh, reading. I was reading a great feature story about this, and I completely misread where they were from, and it's uh, completely my fault. But congratulations to the Plentywood girls. Uh, a great conglomeration of talent there. And uh, they stayed undefeated with their uh, win over Westbury Granora. The Montana Basketball Hour, presented by Blackfoot Communications. We'll talk cats, we'll talk grizz, we'll preview the rivalry, all of it next. Thanks to Blackfoot Communications. To learn more about how Blackfoot can provide the right services for your business, visit goblackfoot.com. More on the Montana Basketball Hour right after this. Keep it right here. Nuana's Now, ESPN Radio. Oh, 
College athletics is a fundamental part of the fabric of our communities in Montana, and it's the stories of these young men and women that drive our passion at Skyline Sports. Coulter Nuwana is here. In 2015, my brother Brooks and I founded SkylineSportsMT.com. As a lifelong athlete, Brooks has an elite knowledge of football with a deep perspective with his time spent playing safety for the Montana Grizz football team, while I won a collection of sports writing awards, including 2010 Washington Sports Writer of the Year during my time in newspapers. Together, we can offer you the best sports journalism in the state with crisp writing, unbiased reporting, cutting-edge photography, and a grassroots feel that belies the corporate takeover of modern media this day and age. As Montana natives, we have a deep historical knowledge of the fiercest rivalry in the West. We share a combined 22 years' experience involved in the Big Sky Conference. That experience gives us unparalleled knowledge of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics. If you'd like to experience this with us, visit SkylineSportsMT.com and subscribe for only $8 a month or $90 a year. SkylineSportsMT.com. Every day, every season. We are taking the show on the road once again. On Friday, we return to one of our favorite places to broadcast between 4 and 6 on February 17th. Nuanas Now will be coming to you live from the Montana Football Hall of Fame at the Universal Athletic Service headquarters in Bozeman. Swing in to get all set up for Saturday's Cacarys doubleheader and get your gear for the big game while you're there. Nuanas Now live from 4 to 6 p.m. at Universal Athletic, 912 North 7th Avenue in Bozeman this Friday. Universal Athletic for the athlete in all of us. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. For the second Saturday in a row, all four of Montana's Division I basketball teams posted wins. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. In Missoula, in the first game ever played on Robin Selvig Court, Politiker has affirmed the dedication to Montana's legendary head women's basketball coach by cruising to a 65-48 win over Weber State. Carmen G. Feller scored 18 points as four Lady Grizz scored in double figures, and Montana moved to 9-5 in league play. UM is tied with NAU for second in the Big Sky Conference standings. In Bozeman, Montana State remained two games ahead of the field. Darian White poured in 19 points to move over 1,600 points in her illustrious career, and the Montana State women's basketball team led from start to finish in a 70-53 win over Idaho State. MSU is now 11-3 in league play, with Montana coming to town for a rivalry matinee in Bozeman on Saturday at 2 p.m. The Grizz men's hoops team is officially on a roll. Montana tied for its worst first-half start this century, but has since won five games in a row after fending off Weber State 74-69. The victory is UM's first at Weber in four years, and moves Montana to 8-6 and six in league play. The Montana State men kept pace, moving to 11-3 in league play with a 58-52 win at Idaho State. MSU hosts Montana Saturday at 7 p.m. The ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Blue Ribbon Accessories and Auto, where your ride is our pride. Oh! It's new one is now. 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I was really trying to figure out why I thought that the halftime show, just from a pure music standpoint, was so great. And also why I think Rihanna's so great. And I think it's because she's one of the only like true pop superstars that's like wildly exposed and wildly famous. You know, selling millions and millions of records and having all sorts of number one hits. That still is a little bit edgy and also is not like completely, uh, how do you say, like so, some of the biggest stars like Taylor Swift and and others, they just, they get so tiresome. Rihanna has been so prolific and she's been around for so long, but her stuff's also still so good 
I don't know. I I, uh, I was impressed. I thought it was that was a great halftime show. Welcome back, Nuanas. Now ESPN Radio. I promise we're done playing Rihanna for a little while. Although some of you might really love that. I don't know. But either way, uh, it was a fun halftime show and a fun Super Bowl all the way across the board. Coach Marty, 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 Marty Mornaweg will be in studio with us here in about half an hour. So stay tuned for that. More on the Montana Basketball Hour, presented by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications, the uh, supporter of many things here at Missoula Broadcasting Company, including one of the sponsors of Soccer in Snow and Smoke, a soccer podcast uh, produced and hosted by Andrew Houghton. I heard a new promo on the radio. What do you got uh, next on Soccer in Snow and Smoke? Got a new episode out? New episode coming uh, middle of the week. Very good. Can't wait for it. Uh, thanks to Blackfoot for their continued support. The Grizz men's basketball team went on the road and did something they haven't done in a couple years. They won at Weber State. Always one of the tougher places to play. Always a little bit extra juice when it's the Grizz and the Wildcats. Uh, it's uh, there's, a, there's the primary rivalries in the league, like Montana, Montana State, Eastern Washington, and Idaho. But Weber State and Montana are, are certainly one of those. They, they, they have a little extra juice. The Grizz, though, they won 74-69. They didn't make it look easy down the stretch. When do they ever make it look easy down the stretch? But uh, they've had games come down to the wire all season long. The first half of the season, they lost most of them. The second half of this season, they've won most of them. This team's undefeated. In February, the Grizz have now won five in a row, and they sit at eight and six in conference play. They are tied with Weber State for third place behind only Eastern Washington, who's undefeated atop the men's Big Sky Conference race, and then Montana State, uh, who's 11 and three. So, uh, certainly some seeding ramifications on Saturday in Bozeman, but more importantly, the Grizz are just playing much better basketball. Here's Travis DeCure from Postgame. This is from the Grizzly Radio Network, courtesy of Riley Corcoran. Just a couple thoughts on his team's renewed confidence. That was an emotional roller coaster. Um, we we knew that you know you, you can you can build leads on this team. When you got a guy like Dylan Jones, they're going to make runs. You got to survive the runs. And and the biggest thing for us, we've been saying all this one for a few weeks now. And we hung in there. We stuck together through the mistakes, through the turnovers, through the missed shots, the the the, 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 the breakdowns defensively. We just kept playing through it. We believed and trusted one another, and, and we found a way to win again. It felt different today. It felt different in shoot around. That this was a confident group. Right. That that didn't even let doubt creep in their mind. Have you felt this build over the last couple of weeks and now that you've won five in a row, it just felt like a team coach today that was not going to be denied, that was not going to lose? Well, there was a thin line from, from confidence and breaking down a few weeks back just because of the way we were losing. And there were games we knew we earned in the first 30 minutes and how to stick together and hang together and, and finalize games. And you can't do it if you don't trust one another, but more importantly, if you don't believe in one another. And so we, we had to have a powwow that brought us together. Um, sometimes you got to fight before you hug, which is what we did, and, and now we're a unit. And so now once we became a unit, um, we play better basketball and we execute better. We, but more importantly, we fight better. The other thing that you've seen, and during the first half of conference play, Montana was so uh, all over the place offensively. Sometimes they would struggle even get in the 60s, like the first time around against Eastern Washington. Other times... They'd score in the 80s, and it was so much dependent on if and when they were shooting the three and how well they were shooting the three. 
I think that this team has finally settled in to realize with the starting lineup they're going to play with Brandon Whitney uh, and Lana Martin and Anand Moody, Deshaun Thomas, and Josh Bannon, it's ironic because it actually kind of goes in reverse order. I, uh, Moody's their best shooter. Uh, but like their point guard, Brandon Whitney, is actually the, the worst shooter of the starting five there because Deshaun Thomas is one of the best pick-and-pop bigs in the league. Josh Bannon, one of the most skilled bigs in the league. And Lionel Martin is becoming a, a knockdown spot-up shooter. And so how do you want to get those guys in the flow of the offense? Well, you want them to be catch-and-shoot guys rather than trying to create their shot off the dribble. And you could tell over the last couple weeks that they tweaked the offense. Here's Travis DeCure on how they've tweaked the offense for the Montana Grizzlies. It was less dribbling, more passing. Yeah. Uh, trust one another, let other people make plays. We don't need to be ball dominant, you know. And, and, and the, the reality is, is we're a better shooting team off the catch than we are off the bounce. And so we need to create more catch and shoot opportunities. And you got to get, you got, if you can put your defense on heels, uh, you can get in those. Moody runs so well off the ball. Uh, Vasquez and, and, and Lonell are good at reading screens and, and kind of playing and moving and passing. And, and then Wit in space is just dangerous, and so uh, we thought that that would free DTF for more jump shots, which that did do as well, so it worked out. Let's go to some individuals, because if I would have told you Josh Bannon would have two points in this game, I think, okay, it might be tough for offense to come by, but everybody else was involved. Josh Bannon had the best plus-minus of anybody. From an individual standpoint, I'll kind of leave the floor to you. Who stood out to you as guys that, that made impacts throughout well, the course of the there's a couple things. You know, I, I think the biggest thing is, is, you know, Whitney and Bannon are really good one-on-one players in space and, and situations. But the rest of the guys are better when those two aren't playing one-on-one. And so when the ball moves and we share and we don't rely on those two making plays, we have five threats on the floor as opposed to two. And and that's why we're generating more offense right now. Um, We all played roles. You know, Bannon's six assists were huge. Defensively, Bannon made it really hard on, on Dylan Jones in a lot of stretches. I thought he ran. I tried to get him some subs, which... My timing on the sub in the first half was bad, and that's what led to the run that cut it to six. We should have been up 12, 13 at halftime. Um, but, you know, they started off hot. And once we turned them off, Lonell and, and, and Moody banged shots um, to build a lead for us, right? And then DT hits two. Um, and, and when those three get open shots, we, we score at a high rate, right? And we were on pace for like 44 points for the half. Right. Um, so that, that was huge with those guys. We got to a spot in the second half where we couldn't get a good shot. We were turning ball over. Everybody was tired, and we were waiting on the media. And I knew the one guy that could kind of play through fatigue was Whitney. So we went to the flat ball screen, brought Dylan Jones up, and, and he was tired too. And in space, Whitney's dangerous, and, and he put us on his back long enough to hold on to that lead to get to the media. And then Lonell and, 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 and Moody brought us home down the stretch with two big threes, right? So it's a group effort. DT at the end of the shot clock, the three before that, um, when you give those guys opportunity, those three guys are going to make shots. Travis Secure here on Nuanas Now. He deserves a ton of credit because uh, it's been a uh, tumultuous and also largely disappointing uh, last couple of years for the Grizz men's basketball team. And when they are 500 in league play for two years in a row, and then they come out of the gates this year and they start three and six, you're thinking, man, have they lost their way? This program that was has been so good for so long and been exceptionally good at, at certain times, during Coach Secure's tenure, what happened? How do they get it back on track? Well, they're not quite as good as they were when they won 26 games back-to-back seasons. 
But those two teams are two of the best teams in school history. But this team has navigated the adversity and, and sort of the murky waters of what happens when you get sort of kicked down and, and lose in heartbreaking fashion. And they've come back out on the other side and they've made adjustments. You just heard Coach Takir talk about, you know, sometimes you got to fight before you hug. I think it's a great line because it's true. You know, sometimes you got to really tell the people in your family what you think before then you can grow closer together. They've done that. They've also, though, systematically adjusted what they do on offense. And I'm not ready to anoint the Grizz as some favorite to win the Big Sky Tournament. But, uh, like, a month ago, you're sitting there thinking, man, these guys are going to get, like, the seventh seed and be one and done in Boise. And what the hell's going on at Montana? Well, now, that's not the case. They're they're certainly on the inside track to get a bye. They're certainly one of the contending teams in the league. And more than anything, they're playing as well as anybody in the conference. And uh, that bodes well now with the postseason on the horizon. Duana's now ESPN Radio. Uh, Montana sweeps the weekend, uh, winning at Idaho State and winning at Weber State. On the other side of the coin, the Bobcats lost at Weber State on Thursday. Uh, Statement win for the Wildcats and uh, sort of an eye-opening loss for the Bobcats. Then on Saturday, they go to Pocatello and they go... uh, they get, a, they get a zero in the scoring column from Jabril Bello, the reigning Big Sky Conference MVP, yet they still figured out a way to gut out a 58-52 victory, and uh, they remain alone in second place in the Big Sky standings, now 11-3 and for the defending Big Sky Conference champions from MSU. Here's Danny Sprinkle. This is courtesy of the Bobcat Radio Network on uh, how Montana State was able to pick up the slack with Jabril Bello uh, having a tough night. Coach, wasn't the prettiest win, but a win's a win in this game. And, uh, you know, I want to start with Jabril Bello. He is such an incredible player, such an incredible young man. He goes 0 of 8 from the field yeah. today. I just, I don't I don't know what that was. It just kind of looked a little mental from him. Uh, what did you see from Jabril? Like, what, what did you see in that game? Yeah, uh, I, I have no idea. You know, I mean, he had... He had point blank layups. You know, it's it's that's not the Jabril we're used to. Um, you know, the one thing I told him in the locker room because he he was he was down about his performance. He's happy about the win, but he's down. And I said, man, listen, you know how many games that you've bailed everybody else out and won for Montana State in the last four years? This is the least we could do was to cover for you. You know, he's never gonna have a game like that again. And you know, I'm just proud of our guys. You know, coming together and they cut it to two. The place was rocking. You know, and the fans were great tonight. And uh, you know, I thought Raekwon, Raekwon took over that last couple of minutes. He had some, he had some big time shots, yeah. and uh, Darius Brown was awesome. You know, Darius Brown won the game. You know, in the first half, he got some of those steals. He only had 14 points, but his four steals, he got layups for other guys. We scored eight points directly off him. And I thought his defense on McKenzie, you know, forcing seven turnovers on McKenzie was tremendous. Dave Sprinkle here on Nuanas now. Great Osabar is an X factor for the Bobcats because. Bello, as the defending MVP, the reigning MVP, he gets so much attention. He's always drawing double teams. Sometimes he also gets in foul trouble. He is the, the catalyst for everything Montana State does. But if and when he's relegated to the bench, uh, whether it's because he needs a blow, he's a big guy. He needs, you know, he, he needs to, uh, he needs his minutes regulated a little bit, or he's in foul trouble, or whatever the case might be. There's nobody in the league that has a big guy like Jabril Bello. There's also nobody in the league that has a backup big guy like Ray Osabar. If he played at most other schools in the league, he's absolutely a starter and a focal point of your offense. And they have started those two alongside each other multiple times uh, so far uh, this season. Osabar had one of his best games on Saturday in Pokey. 
He had 14 points and 12 rebounds, a double-double for the sophomore from Great Britain. Here's Danny Sprinkle on the great one, Great Osabar. One of the guys that certainly picked up Bello in this game was Great Osabor. 14 points, awesome. 12 rebounds, 7 offensive rebounds in this game. What are your thoughts on Great's performance? His, his energy tonight was tremendous. That's the hardest he's played. You know, I thought he was tremendous. When he's that active, he's got such long arms. You know, he's going to get tips when he's playing around those guys. And so, you know, we, we need that effort, you know, every night. But, you know, we needed that double-double because a couple of those, we are struggling to score. You know, I mean, we scored 13 free throws in the second half. We only scored 29. Uh, and again, you know, two of 14 from three and had some wide open looks again. Uh, you know, it's just, it's going to be, there's going to be a game, you know, we're going to make 12 or 13 threes. I, I feel it coming. Yeah. And, and tell me a little bit about Great's uh, emergence as a leader. Just watching him in the huddle, it just looks like he is so vocal. He's so locked in. What are you seeing in the way he's kind of emerging as a vocal leader right now? He, he was great. It started yesterday at practice. You know, his voice, he was the main voice talking yesterday. And, uh, the guys knew I was pissed off after, you know, how we performed in that second half. And, and uh, you know, and I'm glad Bright, uh, Great brought that energy to practice yesterday because we needed it. I needed it. And uh, even it carried over to shoot around today. He was the main guy talking. And, uh, you know, even when Jabril was struggling, I saw him, you know, he was checking in for him. He was talking to him and telling him, hey, we need your leadership from the bench and all that, which, you know, it shows his maturity's coming. Dave Sprigo here on the Montana Basketball Hour. The Montana Basketball Hour presented by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot has been serving Montana homes for more than six decades, providing communities with new and better ways to communicate in and connect to an ever-changing world. With their expanding high-capacity fiber network and innovative voice solutions, Blackfoot's customers have access to the latest technologies backed by 24-7 technical support. To learn more about how Blackfoot can provide the right service for your business, Visit goblackfoot.com. Rivalry games coming up in Bozeman on Saturday. Give you an initial preview. Right after this, keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Bobcat fans, support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. ESPN Radio Missoula. He makes all his money as the producer and the facilitator. Just never really understood why Babyface didn't make more music himself. He's got such a sweet voice, good, great guitar player. I don't know, man. It's fun watching him sing "America is the Beautiful" uh, before the uh, the national anthem uh, at the Super Bowl yesterday. Welcome back, Nuanas. Now Super Bowl Monday. I love all the stats about how the the productivity at work is just in the tank the day after the Super Bowl. Let's just make it a holiday. Why not? Montana basketball hour winding down here. Monday afternoon quarterback, Super Bowl style coming up. Coach Marty Mornoweg will be in studio with us, so stay tuned for that. We got a rivalry game on the horizon. Actually, two of them. Montana-Montana State in Bozeman on Saturday. The women play at 2 the men play at 7. The Bobcat women are 11-3 and three in league play, and the uh, Lady Grizz are 9-5. and five. So um, no matter what happens, Montana State will be in first place still after this game. But it's been a nice little surge by the Lady Grizz. 
Uh, they won four in a row, lost to Idaho State, but then bounced back for a win over Weber. So that's five out of six for the Lady Grizz to get it into that tie with NAU for second place. But on the men's side, the Bobcat men are 11-3 and three overall as well. They're in second place all alone in the Big Sky standings. And Montana has won five in a row to sit at 8-6, and six, and they're tied with Weber State. So maybe not quite the jockeying for positioning that you might want, but it's also big time because the Lady Grizz have not won in Bozeman since 2014. That is quite the losing streak uh, in the scope of this rivalry that they once utterly dominated. But on the other side, the uh, the Grizz had dominated the Cats so much, but they lost their last time there in Bozeman. So um, so they can get any redemption there, uh, especially after Montana State came here and won um, earlier this year. Need a place to watch those two games or any of the other happenings, NBA, NHL. The Silver Slipper has drink specials every day, 20 Kino machines, a liquor store, and pizza. There's nowhere else you should be watching your favorite team. At the Slipper, it's all about great food, tasty drinks, and the urge to have a good time. Stop by today. So the Silver Slipper is one of Montana's best-kept secrets. We'll have so much rivalry game coverage for you coming up, so... I just wanted to get those records out there, uh, but we will uh, we'll forego our, our thoughts from Travis DeCure. We're efforting coach uh, to appear on this show a little later on this week, and uh, TBD, but we'll have plenty of other uh, Bobcat Grizz coverage coming up uh, later on this week as well. So stay tuned for all that. Thanks to Blackfoot Communications for their continued support of us. Blackfoot Communications has been serving Montana homes for more than six decades, providing communities with new and better ways to communicate in and connect to an ever-changing world. To learn more about how Blackfoot can provide the right services for your business, visit goblackfoot.com. Monday afternoon quarterback, the final one of this football season, is next. Marty Mortowig in the house one last time. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, The Advocates can surely help you. There's a lot of people out there that don't slow down for road conditions, that are driving recklessly or carelessly, and we want to protect the people that have been injured because of those driver's actions. You deserve an advocate. The Advocates will deal with the insurance company and defer medical bills, so all you need to do is rest and get better. The Advocates will handle the overwhelming legal stress of your accident because you didn't deserve to be in an accident. Chat directly with a local attorney online at MontanaAdvocates.com.